Laser 103.3's Morning Brews, intoxicating you with knowledge, sirs and madams. Thanks to our friends at Confluence Brewing, where good things come together like... Ahoy! Yard Yacht Session IPA has landed right there on Thomas Beck Road, confluencebrewing.com. Now, we're going to tell you about what was in the box. What's in the box? At a goodwill. But first, Wicket, as promised, let's see if you can name the top most annoying fan bases in the NFL. I've got a list of 10 that made the list. You see if you can guess the top five. Dallas Cowboys. That's number one. Nailed it. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Three. All right. Nice. Okay. I'm not looking at the list, I swear. I'm going to say Chicago Bears. They are in the top 10 at number seven, but not in the top five. Uh, Raiders. Raiders not at all. Really? People die at Raiders games, man. Are you kidding me? All right, give me one more. I will say annoying fan bases. Pittsburgh Steelers. Not on the list. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So we had number two, the Eagles. I can't believe you didn't pick the Eagles. Well, the Eagles did boo Santa Claus and cheered when Michael Irvin was paralyzed. So, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, We've got Kansas City at four. Chiefs fans? Mm -hmm. Well, if you go to a Chiefs game, you see a lot of stuff. I didn't realize they'd be top five. All right. And then number five, read your jersey, Wicket. All you need is love. Packers. Green Bay Packers fans. Hmm? Look in the mirror and you'll see why Packers fans are so annoying. I think they just annoy you because they love you so much and they're so wonderful. Mm. It's the arrogance of being 13-time world champions. And it's the dawn of a new era begins on Sunday. By the way, you think I'm annoying now? If Jordan loves good, oh my God, I'm going to be insufferable. Well, I think that we're in a transition phase because (laughs) Green Bay is at five, but the Jets are at eight. So I feel like the the Aaron Rodgers transition, like I think they'll probably switch places. Yeah, probably. For the next time this survey comes around. (laughs) All right. What happens? You know... Side note. Side okay, note. We're going to side note. Yeah. Uh, we are live and local, 1416 yes. Locust, which means you can swing by, bang on our window if you wish, uh, or you can drive by like our friend Tanner just did in his brand new truck. So what's up, Tanner and the kids? He just called, he's getting out for some reason. I know. I don't know why he's getting out of the car, but it's he just crazy. wanted to show off the new truck. We love it. Thank nice. you for thank you for saying hello. <laughs> uh, let's get extra crazy. We've got a human skull that was found. At a goodwill. Where was this wicket? Arizona. Okay. Uh, somebody donated a box of stuff, and inside uh-huh. was a human skull. Goodwill did do the right thing. Anything suspicious should always be reported, and certainly anything that appears to be human remains should be reported to police right away. I've never heard of anything donated like this, especially here. Like I come to this goodwill all the time, and... I've never heard of anything that crazy being donated. Yeah, you haven't heard of anything that crazy being donated because normally you don't find human remains inside the donations at Goodwill. No, it doesn't usually happen, uh, but it actually was a real skull. The weird thing is she said there was nothing suspicious about the human skull. Other than there's a human skull. So why do you have it? Why did you donate it? That's the real question. Box. What was in the box? Oh, what was in the box? What was in the box? What was in the box? I don't want to spoil this. What was in the box in the movie Seven? If you haven't seen it, I mean, it's a 25 year old movie. It is a sick movie. It's okay. a great film. Yeah. It's Kevin Spacey. I know he's canceled now, but Kevin Spacey was awesome. Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt. 
That was a really good movie. It shaped my childhood. I believe that. You saw it as a kid. Good. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that movie. But they, they're they looking into it to make sure there's nothing nefarious, but police are pretty sure this was okay. All right. Cyhawk, that is the real big local news right now. Yeah, this is it. Coming up, of course, you know, Saturday. It's Iowa. It's Iowa State. Uh, this game is going to have 61,000 people while they are there, and you'll be able to watch Iowa take on Iowa State, and the ground game may actually be a big one in this. Just ask uh, their offensive coordinator, Nate Shieldhouse, about his young freshman running back. You definitely got a chance to play this guy at running back, and we probably watched those first handful of games, and um, you know, you started to see some things, and then probably about halfway through the season, you know, watching one of his games, you felt like you'd be a fool to not start him at running back and just see where he was at and see what he could do there because you, you felt like he was a true difference maker. Of course, that year goes on, man, the way he plays in the state championship game. And so I remember having a conversation with him and really looking at him in the eye and saying, like, hey, man, you good with starting that running back. As for the other side on the ground, Iowa's Caleb Johnson motivated for the big one tomorrow. Then they start telling me that, like, when I go there, it's going to be, like, a lot of booing and throwing up, throwing stuff at me. But I, I took that as motivation because it's just like a lot of people hate, and so you just sit there and try to prove them wrong. So that's what I love doing that. This will be a big thing Saturday. Yeah, you got Abu Sama on one side, backing up Cartavius Norton. Those are your studs. And then, of course, Rocco Beck, who threw two touchdowns. Looked pretty good for Iowa State last week against Northern Iowa. And then, of course, Cade McNamara threw the two touchdowns for Iowa. Uh, it's going to be – the line's only four, and there's not a lot of points scored in this one, I don't think. I know you guys are going to talk more about this during hike check. Uh, but it'll be a big extravaganza up in Ames tomorrow. Kickoff temp 84. It's going to be a beautiful day in Ames. Speaking of, I will be hosting Touchdown Tailgate <laughs> yes. down at Cole's Commons. It's presented by Willis Nissan, Caesar Sportsbook, Iowa Corn Growers Association, sponsored by U.S. Cellular. Now, U.S. Cellular is bringing their 360-degree photo booth. I am very okay. excited. The question is... What? Are you going to let anybody else use the photo booth? Or is it just going to be Not you? Not from 11 to 1, I'll be using the photo booth <laughs> okay. while I'm there. Okay, you can uh, get your koozies. Mark, Marcus is going to be in there with you. You're just going to be spinning and spinning and spinning. I mean, that would be the best use of the photo booth, <laughs> right? We will have the station koozie, those limited edition laser black and gold and cardinal and gold koozies. Those went quick last year. They were hot. And a chance for you to score that four-burner barbecue propane gas grill nice. from our friends at Epic Records. I think a bags tournament starts if you're a cornhole player at noon. So make sure you're there. I am part of the world uh, Guinness World Record event. Did you watch my story on the laser story on Instagram yesterday? I try not to. I took one bag. I threw one bag, and I nailed it live on my story. I Not edited, not five tries. It was the peak of my athletic career. Boom. Nailed it. Be at Coles Commons tomorrow. Kick off 2.30. Morning Brews. Powered by our friends at Confluence Brewing, where good things come together. Confluencebrewing.com if you haven't tried one yet. Yard Yacht Session IPA has landed. Heather. Usually you disappoint me, but that just overwhelms me. <laughs> Wicked. This is probably going to stroke Wicked's ego a little bit. Mornings on Laser 103.3.